Hey everyone, this is Tom Singer. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to inform you about a special offer that I have to join a brand new group called My Sales Call. If you work for a small business or if you're a solopreneur, having some people to talk about ideas and best practices and to have a focus and accountability around sales is so important. It's so easy to get caught up in the busy work that we don't do what we need to do to drive the sales in our business. So I have started a weekly call where people can get together and share ideas around sales and then make a commitment to the group of what they're going to accomplish for the next week. It's just like if you work for a big company, your sales manager would have a weekly sales call. This is your sales call. Go to mysalescall.com to find out more and sign up today. Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Thank you so much for pulling your chair up to the cool kids table. But it's one of the last times I'm going to say that because July 1st, this show is changing. We are changing the name of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do to a more uh, C-level focused. So we're moving upstream from entrepreneurs to people who are working in larger businesses. Uh, Not exclusively, we'll still interview the occasional solopreneur, but it is really going to be about people who are leading teams. Uh, I've made some changes in my life, and so I thought I would talk about that in a really short episode here, Uh, just so that you're all ready for the changes that are coming, gosh, just not too many days from now, as Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do is going to become making waves at sea level. Not sea level like you're at the beach, but sea level like CEOs, CIOs, CTOs, CMO, CHRO, etc., Uh, I want to talk to people in HR. I want to talk to sales and revenue leaders. I want to talk to people in technology. And certainly, I want to have a focus on people who are leading teams from the CEO office and really trying to make sure that their businesses are, are doing more than making money, but making money is part of it. We want to talk about that as well. But what I want to do is have a focus on all things business. Uh, cool things entrepreneurs do began six years ago. As I come into July, that's when the idea percolated out, uh, and it was launched September 30th, 2014. So gosh, that will be six years ago here in just a couple of months. We're just a handful of episodes shy of 600 episodes over those six years. And it has been an amazing journey for me. Uh, if I look back to when I started last or last July, six Julys ago, One of the things I remember vividly about launching the show was I went to a meeting with my mastermind group. Now, those of you who listen to the show know that uh, one of the things I do for a living is I make my living as a professional speaker and uh, corporate master of ceremonies for large events. And I have a group of other speakers who, gosh, we've been together seven years now. They're kind of like my unofficial board of directors for everything I do in my career. Uh, they've also become like my my brother and my sisters. Uh, there's four of us total. The group originally began with five people in the mastermind group, and uh, one person left the speaking business, and so we retooled it, and instead of replacing him, we didn't think that was going to be fair, uh, actually, to us or to anybody else because the group had already been around about a year and a half. So we decided that we would remain the four of us, and a lot of mastermind groups don't last a long time. 
But uh, we've been together, like I said, seven years now, and I don't think we're going anywhere anytime soon. However, I bring this up because at this meeting six years ago in July, we had rented an Airbnb house. Uh, it was actually, uh, I don't know if it was Frank Lloyd Wright designed or by designed by one of his apprentices, but it was very kind of Frank Lloyd Wright-esque. It was a cool little house with a great backyard. And I can remember when it was my turn to talk about my business uh, and the way we run our mastermind group is everybody gets about three hours over a couple of days to dive deep and get ideas and thoughts and criticisms and uh, uh, help on running a business. And when it was my turn, it was a beautiful day in July in Milwaukee. I decided that we would go outside and I had used these large 3M post-it notes for all the areas of my business and I had stuck them on the sliding glass door and my mastermind group friends were, were all seated in chairs watching me do this whole presentation of what the last year had been. My business was growing and then I had ideas of things I wanted to do to sort of grow my reputation and, and my reach. And one of the things was I was going to start a podcast. And I remember showing them everything I was going to do around this whole idea of cool things entrepreneurs do. It was going to be a way that I would be able to uh, learn to interview better, to be think more on my feet. It was going to be a way to get access to some really cool people in business. I had a whole plan around it. At the end of my presentation of everything I was doing for my business, one of the things they said is scrap the idea of the podcast. That's a bad idea. It's not directly on brand. It's going to take you off target of what you're trying to do with your speaking career. They didn't think it was something that I should do. And God, I was disappointed. I was so excited about the idea of starting a podcast. And if you remember back in 2014, not everyone who breathed air had started a podcast. While I wasn't an early adopter starting a show, uh, I was before the huge hockey stick. In fact, one of the things I tell everybody is I started Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. I launched it on the same day that Gary Vaynerchuk launched his podcast. And I should have known by that that the world of podcasting was changing. All the celebrities jumped in at the end of 2014 and early 2015. And it became an entirely different game than it was kind of when I first started. But that being said, my, my advisors did not think it was the smartest idea. Now, if you look back to 2019, it was probably my podcast was probably the single biggest moneymaker in my business. Uh, it referred several speaking opportunities for companies. People who listened to the show referred me to their sales manager or their CEO to come into the show. Uh, it also spun off a job as a paid podcast host for another association. And now it looks like I have two associations that I'm going to be hosting podcasts for. Uh, it led me to becoming a really good interviewer, which I have taken onto stage as a master of ceremonies, uh, working with the speakers who I work with instead of them just saying, thank you very much and walking off stage and me coming up and releasing everybody out to coffee and donuts and cookies or whatever. I usually try to carve out a little time so that I can sit there with the speaker and interview them and, and ask them questions to go a little bit deeper. And that resonates so well with the audience. But those are skills that I learned through doing the podcast now for six years. So I joke with the, the mastermind group that we're not always right. Sometimes we give advice that's, that's not there. And they say, well, if we hadn't told you not to do it, you might have la launched it with a half-assed effort. And if we go back to 2014, one of the things I did was I launched it with a lot of attention and I knew what I was doing and there was a plan. 
And one of the reasons I knew I had to launch this show with gusto, I had to do it right, was because they had told me not to do it. And so if I was going to do it, I had to do it well. I had to be setting up something that was going to lead me to make money off this. And like I said, it has been a great tool for me uh, to make money. But even more important than that, the people I have met through the podcast, both the guests who've been on the show, people who listen to the show, who reach out to me, uh, my friends who listen to the show, who make fun of me and say, oh, I want to be at the cool kids table or whatever. Uh, it's, it's led to a lot of fun, some good relationships. Other podcasters and I have become really good friends. But I will tell you what, I'm never sorry that I started Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. However, it's time, like all things, to change it up. And that's why it's becoming making waves at sea level. Now, there's a couple other reasons behind that. One is it's time for the change. Two is I've been trying and successfully connecting with larger company CEOs and bringing them on to cool things entrepreneurs do. And some of them aren't the original founder of the show. And then they'll question me and they'll say, well, I'm not really the, an entrepreneur. I, I came in here after the, the company went public or after it was bought. So I want to make sure that it's inclusive for who my guests are. But the other thing is, is I've taken on a new piece of my career, and that is I've joined an executive search firm. If you go back and listen, I think it's two episodes ago, I interview my new boss, uh, David Harrop. He is the uh, managing director for the Austin office and actually the, the head of North America for a firm called Stanton Chase. And I am having the time of my life. It's, it's a whole new business for me, right? It's like... Uh, but it uses every skill that I have ever had in business to properly do executive search. You, you've got to be able to make the connections up front. It's a sales job. So I'm very much going into a business development mode. But then to actually do the search, to actually find the right candidates, get people matched up with the companies, shepherd two, three, four candidates through the interview process, and then help the right candidate negotiate their package and then help with the onboarding. It's all skills that have really been things that I've fine-tuned over my life. So I couldn't be more excited to be taking on this executive search role as I go into this next phase of my life. I, you know, I'm not getting younger, and uh, but I don't expect to retire. And so I've got another 15-plus years that I intend to work, and I like the idea of being part of a, of a super established, a really amazing company like Stanton Chase. But my focus is going to be the C-level. It's not entrepreneurial companies. It's not solopreneurs, which was such an important part when I launched the show. But I want to make sure that I'm congruent with everything I'm doing in my life because I'm not walking away from my speaking business. Uh, and it's larger companies who hire me and it's 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 larger associations that bring me in to work with them. So I want to make sure that I'm, I'm making sure the podcast is more congruent for me. And at the same time that I'm bringing kind of a new a new focus to the cool kids table for the people who listen to this show. Now, I think if you have been along this journey with me for the last six years and you're an entrepreneur or a solopreneur or somebody who, who doesn't run around in large companies, I don't think you're going to be left out because the questions that I have tooled uh, and retooled for this new focus of the show really are for anyone who's in business. The whole idea of what I'm trying to accomplish with where I'm going is to inspire people. And I'm asking questions around the fact of like, what led you into a leadership role and what do you like about it and not like about it? And I want these C-level executives to talk about what it's like to manage a team 
But I also want them to talk about what it's like to have to inspire a team. And I want people to feel that they're walking away like they can be a better team member if they're not the entrepreneur, if they're not that business leader. So I want to make this show more inclusive for everybody. And so I'm hoping... I'm hoping that you're going to come along for the ride if you've been here all, all through the journey. And along with that, I'm confident that we're going to like step it up. I think that making waves at sea level is going to be the show uh, that Cool Things Entrepreneur was always meant to be. I'm taking everything that I've learned over six years and a lot of advice from other podcasters and from people in business who have shared with me as I've looked at doing this tweak uh, what I should do. I'll be really transparent. There were people who said, don't rename the show and move forward. Do both shows. Keep cool things. Entrepreneurs alive. It's a brand. It's your, it's your, it's, it's your show. It's your baby. Start a new one. And I decided that it's not a new show. It's just the next iteration of the show that I've been doing all along. And that kind of excites me. I think to have walked away from cool things entrepreneurs do and started something entirely new I think it would have just felt different for me. I think it would have felt like one door closed and another door was opening. But that's not at all what's happening. We're just morphing. Because think about it. Those of you who are listening to this show, I think you listen to a business show because you want to thrive. You want to succeed. You want to find ways to do something. Well, the only way I know to do that is you've got to be willing to morph and change. Throughout my business career, I've worked in a lot of different industries, and people used to say to me, Tom, how do you switch industries? I was a, a sales and marketing professional uh, for services companies. I worked for law firms and banks and consulting firms, and when I would change from like a law firm to a bank, people would be like, well, how can you do that? How can you go into the insurance business? You're not an insurance executive. Well, no, but I was a business development guy for professional services. The job I did was the same. Just little tweaks of what it was we were selling and conversations we were having changed. And I never looked at myself that I was a banker or a legal marketer or that I worked for an insurance company or a consulting firm. My job was to connect people and make sure that, that I was doing things that were connecting people, clients, and the teams that I represented to make sure that everybody could thrive. And as I changed jobs or changed industries, it was just a morph. And that's what I think is really important. So often we think that we have to live in this, this little box or this little silo and that if we're going to go do something different, we throw that away and we go to something else. As I get older, I've learned one thing, and that is I don't think I've thrown anything away. I think going back to friendships and relationships that I had in high school and college, I, I think those have, have helped me and shaped me in the business world. And being a husband and a father, I think that's part of who I am. And I think I take that into the business world. As a speaker, when I'm on stage and I'm trying to educate and motivate audiences, I think that's part of who I am. Now working in executive search and, and, and doing business development and, and running searches for Stanton Chase, I, I think that's just part of who I am. And I don't think any of these things are separate. So... I just wanted to really quickly let everybody know what was going on with this change that's happening July 1st. I don't know if the actual masthead on the website and on all the social media uh, platforms and all the podcasting platforms will actually change July 1st because I'll be honest with you. I don't know how the technology goes that gets those things done, uh, but I have a brand new logo. Do me a favor. Jump over to TomSinger.com slash podcast check out the new logo uh, that'll go up July 1st. Uh, also, you'll see it on all my social media. For now, at Cool Podcast on Twitter is going to stay at Cool Podcast uh, because you know what? Making waves at sea level, it is a cool podcast. 
Uh, so the name of it will change, but I think the the handle will stay the same. Uh, I do have to talk to my sponsor, Podfly, because I am going to change up my uh, show name, which means they might have to build a new URL because they've been my sponsor and they have a special offer for people who listen to this show. They're going to continue being the sponsor and they're going to continue with their offer. But here's the deal. Right now, you go to podfly.net slash cool things. I got to talk to them. Maybe they need to change that to podfly.net slash making waves. Uh, but we haven't got that far yet. But I was just thinking about my sponsor. And you know what I should do before we end? I should thank my sponsor. So this episode, as all of them, is brought to you by Podfly Productions. Podfly, they take the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. They set you up with the right equipment, training, and guidance to ensure that you sound amazing Podfly does all the heavy lifting and the technical work so that you can focus on creating great content and growing your audience. And that is what I am going to do every single day as I go forward. So if you want to start a podcast, and I know some of you do, jump over to that site, podfly.net slash cool things. Check out the offer that they have for the listeners of this show. And I will tell you, they have been great partners as I've been working on this rebrand for, it's almost been six or eight weeks. Uh, they've been really good. We've got a new intro recorded that should launch with all the shows after July 1st. Uh, we have a new logo, uh, all kinds of things. They've just been really good at helping me get it all put together. So cheers to Podfly. All right. If you listened all the way through this somewhat short episode, and if you're excited about the changes that we're making, and, and as we go from being cool things entrepreneurs do to making waves at sea level, I'm going to ask you for a favor. Let me know that you heard this. Let me know what you think. Do you like this idea? Do you think it's a good idea? If you think it's a crappy idea, it's too late. I'm already making the change, but you know what? I want you to tell me that you think it's a dumb idea, because if it's a dumb idea... I've been told my podcast is a dumb idea before, and it has made me work harder. So if you don't like the idea, tell me you don't like the idea, uh, and I'll just go work a little harder to kick ass. But seriously, I would love to have your input. Also, I want to find ways to get this show out there a little bit more. I think I got lazy over the last few years. I think in the early days of cool things entrepreneurs do, I was so driven, I was doing it, and then it just became part of my life. I think with this shift, I wanna step it up, I wanna put it out there. So if you have ideas on ways <coughs> I can reach more people who work in the C-suite or would like to work in the C-suite, do me a favor, let me know how I can get in front of different people. If you have a podcast and you'd like to have me as a guest, reach out. I will do it. In fact, I'll do it tomorrow. I always tell other podcasters, if anyone cancels, call me. If I'm home, I will be on your show. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening and start paying attention after July 1st and welcome to Making Waves at Sea Level. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at, at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.